When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Oh, Maisie, I'm excited for today's episode. I've been to a match. I can tell you're excited. Your shoulders are very high. Yes, they are. They're very high. Are they are they aching from all the, the jazz hands from the stands? Oh, there was jazz hands from the stands. You better believe it. Hello and welcome to Big Kick Energy with Maisie Adam and Susie Ruffle. <laughs> transformation because it continues <laughs> to evolve and never would I have ever thought this time a year ago Susie that you'd be posting a real a real no less to your Instagram yes. of you and your family at a football game and you were grinning from ear to ear and I was a full kit Sam Kerr were you really did you go full kit Sam Kerr well I didn't have the shorts on I didn't have the shorts on of course but did you wear the Wiegman trousers I did wear the weekman trousers, yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah. Because I just thought, look, if anyone gets achy legs, they might want me to go on as a sub. Well, yeah. You know, in yeah. like the in the eightieth minute. Yeah. You know, yeah, no, no, no. That, bring that on some pace. Some games, so it's good to be ready. It's good to be ready. Um, right. Listen, after this week of games, there's there's that many players getting sent off. You, you could well be. Uh, yeah, I better up. warm up. Shall I do my sports journalist, my, my sort of broadcaster rundown of the scores? Because that was quite good last week, wasn't it? It was quite good. Yeah, I think, you know, we, we got nominated for one broadcast award and we're really milking it, so let's continue that. OK, the results from this weekend. Brighton and Hove, Albion nil, West Ham United 2. Manchester City 1, Chelsea 1. Tottenham Hotspur 3, Bristol City 1. Leicester City 1, Everton nil. Liverpool 2, Aston Villa nil. Manchester United 2, Arsenal 2. I thought it was good. Did you think it was good? Um, yeah, what I would say, you know, just if we're doing a bit of feedback here, is that it was less broadcaster and more sort of um, sort of local radio DJ. That's sort of how it how it felt a little bit there. I was, thought... Okay, that was Luther Vandross. I didn't know you were doing midnight radio. Is that why you're coming to me from such a dark room tonight? Times have been hard, okay? <laughs> hey, don't knock radio. I love it. We're still, we're still waiting on that sponsorship. <laughs> Hashtag spawn. It's been, it was an exciting weekend, wasn't it? It was very exciting. I think the main takeaway is the amount of yellows and reds. Busy weekend if you were a referee is what I would say. Yeah, they were getting out those little cards from their back pockets. Now, listen, when you get a card, do they write down your name and why? Is it like getting a detention slip? Yes, it's just like that. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. They, I think they take your your name and number, as in your your shirt number, not your <laughs> not like oh seven four. Are you free Friday? Uh, <laughs> 0208, yeah. Love a bad girl. <laughs> uh, They're not yeah, all gay, Maisie. They're not all of... gay. 
but loads of uh, loads of yellows and red, well, two two red cards, and then Lauren James yellow card, Alex Greenwood yellow, then red, Neve Charles yellow card, uh, Leah Alexandri yellow card, Chloe Kelly yellow card, Jill Rod yellow card, Lauren Hemp yellow, then red, Gareth Taylor. Even the men are doing their bit. Now that's feminism. He got a yellow card, and Yelena Kankovic. In, oh, imagine getting a yellow card in the 98th minute. Ugh. I mean, that's that's just silly, isn't it? Two but more minutes, you could have said it, get it all off your chest in the in the changing rooms. But that would have that that wouldn't that, it doesn't go into extra time at this stage, though, does it? That would have just been injury time, was it? Yeah, just injury time. Oh, come on, babe. That's a really yeah yeah. It was it was it was a mad one. It was a really really mad one this uh, this weekend. Well, I thought that they were being a bit too rash with the red and the yellows. I think that's the general consensus, isn't it? That's that definitely. Am I not the first person to say that? No, I think I think uh, I think the general vibe was that the ref uh, had a bit of a shocker, uh, and they were all for like so many different things. Greenwoods was for time wasting, so she took twenty six seconds between winning a free kick and taking it in the 36th minute. A little bit of me, Suze, is like, who's time-wasting in the 36th minute? Again, I would understand that if it was given in extra time and you're just trying to run down the clock. Nobody's time-wasting in the 36th minute. Yeah, but that that does have detention vibes because it really was, it's your own time you're wasting. Do you think she wrote on the, do you think she wrote on the card, that bell is for me, not for you? <laughs> I think she did. I think she did. I thought I I felt I felt for Alex Greenwood. I thought both of the yellows were very quick. I thought I thought both of them could have been a bit of a now come on rather than I'm putting my hand in my pocket. Yeah, I'd I'd, I'd like to see more of a no come on. And also I felt for Alex Greenwood because this was actually her 100th appearance for Man City. So it was a really big day, and she'd invited like all of her family down and been like. This oh. momentous occasion. There was probably the Prosecco was in the fridge or Aperol Spritz, ready to go as soon as she got yeah. into the changing rooms. And she's she's blooming booked touch. Oh, she was probably having the Aperol Spritz in the in the 38th minute, let's be honest. Just sat in the changing room. Also, let's just say, Man City then played nine players. And let's be honest, if they hadn't lost two players, they wouldn't have drawed the match. Yeah. I think that's fair to say. They were pretty compelling throughout. Yeah. Hemp was sent off for bringing down Lauren James, wasn't it, in the in the eighty first yeah. minute? I mean, that's also quite interesting. That so much of it was sort of um, lionesses on lioness fouling each other, and you yeah. a little bit of you is like, oh, Serena won't be happy about this, will she? She won't be happy about this sort of tension maybe arising ahead of the Nations League. But does that happen in the jungle? Do you think like the female lions, the lionesses are like, I'm in control. Oh my god, is it no, really bad I that I just thought you meant the celebrity jungle? <laughs> yeah, it's really bad. I was like, Susie, that was last year, Jill Scott. Was Jill Scott won. <laughs> but I, I thought that because I thought, because they, they must be doing England training at the moment as well. Do you think yeah. Lauren James would be like, by the way, be... mate, what's that yeah. about? Yeah. Lauren James is going to be going in going, all right, Hempo, what, uh, what was all that about? 81st minute. But I think every person was confused by the uh, yellow and then red on Alex Greenwood for time wasting in the 36. I think everybody went into that changing room going, what the hell was that all about? Like, don't worry, we're not mad. Because I think usually you'd be mad at your teammate a little bit if they're getting sent off because you're putting the the team at risk. Yeah, right. Uh, by, by not making yourself available. But I, I think in this one, they're all going, I'm, I'm just so sorry this happened on your 100th appearance, uh, Alex. Anyway, should they I bring sh- this up spritz up to your mum? <laughs> <laughs> by the way, your eyelashes look great. 
I mean, they, they always do. They, they always, always do. do. They I, always do. Alec, well, I would say Alex Greenwood is the one for eyebrows. Very and it's Chloe Kelly for the eyelashes. It's, it's yeah, it's Chloe Kelly to the Katie Zellum. But I think yeah, it it, it was um it, it was harsh. It felt harsh. But as you say, they remained undefeated. Did City? Yeah. So that's Twenty WSL home games they've gone undefeated, even with nine players. Even with a, a a referee, they should have called Alanis Morissette, but she consistently had one hand in her pocket. How long have you been sat on that one? No, I just thought of it and I'm absolutely thrilled with it. Oh my God, take a bow. Take a bow. <laughs> um, for context as well, there was 11 yellow cards shown, uh, yeah. including one, as we said, to, to Gareth Taylor, the city manager. Uh, so that is 43 yellow cards so far this season. That's after, like, So after just 12 games this season, there's been 43 yellow cards and that's compared to 23 at the same stage last year. I mean, it's owing to various clampdowns. There's more sort of bookings because they're trying to clamp down on things like time wasting and dissent, which I think is correct. But also, you have to call it when when that's the right thing. I don't think that was a particularly bad weekend for, for time wasting and dissent, personally. I feel like it's maybe one of those things where you've been told to look for something and suddenly you see it everywhere. Yeah, like I, I had that once. Someone said to me, have you noticed how many people are carrying cellos on the tube? And honestly, the following week... All I saw was people with cellos. And I just kept thinking, gosh. All the comparisons I thought you were going to make, cellos on the tube. Well, they were probably on their way to a West End musical. Cellos on the tube. Um, but but no, but if you, but now everyone, everyone listening, that you're going to see cellos on the tube. But just, how unusual, just what? Funny. Cellos on the tube does also sound like an Arctic Monkeys song. <laughs> or a really bad sketch group in Edinburgh. Oh God, yeah. Hello, we are shallows on the tube. Okay, give me give me something you've got in the kitchen and uh, and a type of weather. Oh. Okay, yeah, let's go, let's do oh, it. Okay, a masher. God, no, don't. And, it's giving and... me the ick. It's giving me the ick. How how often does it happen that a manager gets booked? Not not that often. Yeah. Well, especially like in the women's game. Like sometimes you might. It it it, it happens. Yeah. But it's it's unusual. Gareth Taylor was reacting to. The obscene amount of yellow cards his players were getting, which <laughs> seems so. It feels like a, the feelings of everybody watching the football. Yeah, it feels like a self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. If you keep doing this. It was strange, and the the ref in that Chelsea game uh, had to be escorted off by security at all <gasps> time, as home supporters were voicing their disapproval. Shall we say we've all done gigs like that, Sue's, haven't we? Where they're voicing their disapproval. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, I don't know about your tour shows, but mine are lovely at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, all I'll say is Birmingham Glee, New Year's Eve. Oh, say no more. Say yeah. no more. Now, is it because, like, a lot of the women that are refereeing, it's not their job, right? They're not, like, full-time refs. They're not full-time. Yeah. They're not full-time. So, yeah, it does feel... This is it. It's, I sort of wrestle with it. Is I've, I've been going, oh, my God, what was the ref thinking? The ref's had a shocker. And then you go hang on, we can't hold them to this sort of same... Like, when everybody was kicking off about VAR in the men's game last week, like, that was a human error. Oh, were the men playing? So that is their, that is their full-time job, like, to be checking yeah. the VAR. In in the WSL, the refs aren't full-time, so expecting them to deliver a fully professional standard in every single decision they make, that, that just isn't fair. Um, no, because she's, like, working in insurance on Monday. <laughs> Do you know what she's I mean? She's got a lot on her plate. Yeah. She's got a lot on her plate. And then she sent off two lionesses. It's a busy week for, yeah. for her. Um, 
yeah, you're absolutely right. The, the level of scrutiny on these part-time referees, of course, now due to the popularity, the growing popularity, the level of scrutiny is now at peak and the low rewards on offer could potentially um, put off more people from, from getting involved in women's football if criticism continues to grow, I guess. So that's something to be wary of as well. Of course, the ideal resolution to that is um now just just suspend your disbelief here that that there could maybe be a solution which is where we get professional referees yeah. in the highest tier of women's football what do you reckon susie i think Have it's I broken a, that glass ceiling i mean you you're, you're just punching it with your fist uh, but i think it's a good idea i mean it does it's it's ridiculous and I, I i think you know you've got professional players you've got professional coaches you've got professional club staff you know in 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 behind the scenes we need professional full-time referees who can devote their entire time to to refereeing correctly and at a similar standard across the board should i talk about my experience of going to a wsl game oh yes please so it was very exciting here's some tidbits of information beforehand the day before I was touring, I was off in Bournemouth, but Alice and my daughter went to the Brighton shop and me and my daughter both got Brighton shirts. So we went full kitted. Well, not full kitted, but shirted. Sure. Did you get the training shirt, Suze, or did you go the first team shirt? No, they've run out. Oh, really? I've got the first team shirt. I'm blue and white. I wanted the pink one. Uh, if anyone's listening, <laughs> you can send it to me. But uh, I've just got the, I've got the blue and white and... We, we we went down to the game. It was very exciting. I got very stressed because I thought we were going to be late, but we got there just in the nick of time. We were playing at Broadfield Stadium, which is the Crawley hometown stadium. So it's quite small, but still, I mean, there was a great atmosphere there. I'm absolutely delighted. Have good seats. We had great seats. And I mean, in a stadium that's quite small, the great thing is, is that wherever you are, you've got good seats. Yeah, that's so true, actually. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, it, we, we, you feel proper amongst it in a way that I imagine you don't at the Emirates for a ticket. Like, that's so true. Like, it's that thing, isn't it? Of like, you know, when we say, we, of course, we want the women's game to grow. But also, the reason we're so encouraging at, at this point for you to go to games is this probably won't last yeah. forever for it to be, you know, 12 quid or whatever to go to a game and to see them in a in a small stadium like this. It's like how you'll now go and see Taylor Swift at Wembley and you're like, brilliant, but wouldn't it have been great if you could have seen her at like your, your small little... Uh, Kentish Town Forum. Social club back in the day. Yeah, yeah. But saying about the amount of money, so me, my wife and my daughter, for the three of us, it was 20 quid. Oh my God. 20 quid. So good. And we were so close. My daughter is three. She watched the whole of the game. She was like Amazing. shouting seagulls, shouting like. Brian. I did love that. And I did love that. But because Her seagulls. Yeah, because we were so close, it felt we felt amongst it. Yes, you certainly sounded excited, Suze. Uh, you were kind enough to send me some voice notes uh, during the game. Should we have a little listen? Yeah, I mean, I was I was quite hyper at the time. Yeah, go for it. Okay, Goosey, I am here. I am here watching the Brighton women. It's currently, we've just gone past half time. I keep wanting to call it the interval. That's not the thing. We are currently 1 0 down. West Ham are quite good. They're, they're really quite good. But I would say that Brighton's had a lot of possession. Um, and I feel like it's only a matter of time before we get a goal. Um, I'm, I'm hiding currently. You might be able to hear the, the, the match has just restarted after half time. And it's feeling, it's feeling pretty tense, if I'm honest. Uh, I'm loving it. 
I've got my Brighton shirt on, so has my daughter. Uh, but it does feel it does feel relatively tense. Um, I keep shouting Robbo uh, for Katie Robinson. I don't know if she's heard me, uh, but three people have shouted Pacey and Goosey. So I feel like our role as sports broadcasters is really it's really taking pace. Okay, I'll uh, I'll keep you updated. I'll let you know. I'll I'll, I'll call you. I'm not calling you. I'm voice noting you. I'll let you know if they score. This is very stressful. Oh, I also should let you know, there's been a little bit of argy-bargy. People have been pushing each other. There's currently three yellow cards that have, that have been thrown up into the air. One for Brighton, two for West Ham. Didn't quite catch the players, um, but that's happened. Is this, is this good sports journalism? I'm pretty sure it is. There's just been quite a lot of substitutions. We've had to pause the game for a bit because someone went down. She's back up. It's fine. Um, I would say on the whole, the vibe in the stadium. Uh, yeah, that was my daughter. And uh, yes. Oh, it's, it's getting excited. Oh, that was a push. She pushed her then. She pushed her. I would say on the whole, the vibe in the stadium is absolutely brilliant. There's only one person that's being quite aggressive. And it is a man with a West Ham shirt on. Make of that what you will. We, we lost. And uh, it was, it was, it was, it, I hate this game and I love this game. And you've done this, Maisie Adam. What a journey for you as a Seagulls fan, Suze. I mean, I would say West Ham were quite sort of... They, they, got, a, they got a goal away quite early on. But then there yeah. was so much possession from Brighton. It felt like it was just a matter of time before. In the, like, the, the last sort of 25 minutes of the first half, Yeah, there were so many strikes that were just off target, hitting the post, and, and then a couple of really good saves, to be fair, from the West Ham goalie. But it felt like... It really felt... Mackenzie Arnold, you saw her in the flesh. In the flesh. Um, but it felt like it was a matter of time. It felt, but it, then it felt like, then there was the, uh, I want to call it the interval. I know it's half time, but then when we came out, it felt like we were really building momentum. And yes, I'm saying we, yeah. and yes, I've been into football for 10 minutes. And yes, they, I am, I am a we. I love it. I cannot believe it. I cannot believe the, the, the levels you've got to. The other day, Susie texted me <laughs> like first thing in the morning about the football and um, before I could even reply, it was then immediately followed up with, Maisie, what have you done to me? I'm texting you first thing in the morning about the football. Yeah, I shared an article from The Guardian about the men's game, which of course I don't care about. Who are you? I don't even know anymore. I'm so chuffed though. And like, yeah, it's a disappointing result for your first football game, 2-0. Uh, but still, at least it was an exciting game. I'll be honest, Suze, at least you got to see a full goal. My first football match, um, somebody whacked it at the goal. It was... Bradford Park Avenue versus someone else. They whacked it at the goalie and the goalie swallowed his tongue and they had to call the match <laughs> off. As, um, they had to get the ambulance on. Oh, God. So, don't worry, he lived. But, um, yeah, at least you managed to make it to, to the end of the game. Oh, as I walked in, I walked in just as they were kicking off, sort of like hurrying to find a seat. Yeah. And they were like, you can sit wherever you want. We had booked specific seats, but then it wasn't quite full, so everyone was just sitting sort of where they wanted to. And right. uh, as I walked in, <laughs> fair size handful of people were like, Susie Ruffle. <laughs> Oh my God, and then Suze. and then we're saying, uh, Pacey, where's Goosey? And Stop it! Thrilling, absolutely thrilling. But it was so supportive. It felt really, really family friendly, which I loved. It was really exciting. I had a sausage at half time, and it was <laughs> it was a brilliant day out. It was a disappointing result, but it was a great day out. So I saw Farrah Williams 
talking about I, I'm pretty sure it's Farrah Williams if I'm wrong I'm sorry but I'm pretty sure it's Farrah Williams on like you know my algorithms are utterly screwed because of football now but I saw an interview with her where she was saying I think I think Brighton are going to have a really good season and I think she's right it does feel like you know as I say certainly in the first half it felt really it felt really compelling so it wasn't yeah, I like their new manager Melissa Phillips it feels like she's got quite good ideas and, yeah. and it's, it seems like they're heading in a new direction and West Ham are a, a great team as well you know the, uh, it's not just their keeper McKenzie I know we keep banging on about Mackenzie Arnold but they're a great they're a great team so um, more to come from Brighton I'm sure and yeah. you'll be there to support them I absolutely your, will full kit Samka yeah full, full kit Samka and congratulations to West Ham of course yeah they want to be favouritists no. do you know who else scored two goals at the weekend, Susie. Do you know who else scored two goals? I do, but you can tell them. Guess, guess what, everyone? It was me. It was me. I scored two goals. It was me. Uh, an exceptional... I mean, I'm looking at the scores uh, from the weekend of the WSL. We've got a 2-0, a 1-0, a 3-1, 1-0, 2 Yeah, two. None of them are 5-0, though, are they? Like good old Seagulls, eh? Shout out, Seagulls. Sure. You're playing Eastbourne? Eastbourne Town. Um, sorry, Eastbourne Town. I did have a really lovely DM from one of the Eastbourne Town players afterwards, though. Um, so uh, it was a really lovely game. Really hot, though. Was it hot at the stadium yeah, it was, when you went? it was hot. And do you know what? Football shirts hey. aren't that breathable, are they? Oh, yeah. Always good to pack a roll on, I find. <laughs> Always good to pack a roll on. In fact, on that vibe, did you see there was a interview online with Emma Hayes where she was discussing her travel essentials? Oh, um, I saw this, yeah. Did you see it? Because she said she has to take her own shampoo because it's got Moroccan oil in it, uh, clothes and electrolytes. Uh, and it got me thinking, Suze, what are your on-tour essentials? What do you what, what do you never leave the house without when you're going on tour? Because mine would be a roll-on, a roll-on for sure. Yeah. And then, do you know what? Sarah Keyworth, about two years ago, was like, get a steamer. Yeah. It'll yeah. change your life. Yeah. Because you turn up to some tour no. venues and they don't always have an iron. Couldn't agree more. That's that's some great. That's a top tip from Keyworth. It really yeah. is. What do you what do you take with you? I've got my big clumpy DMs because I have to have. Oh yes. I have to have heavy feet on stage. What so you don't float away? What? It just makes me feel confident if I've got either a pair of absolutely oh. banging trainers or big old clumpy DMs, uh, a yeah. red lipstick. Oh okay. And a, a, an eyeliner. Oh. Oh. The idea of going on stage without eyeliner on. Oh, absolutely oh, not. Okay. I'm very much the Chloe Ken- Kelly of the comedy world with my uh, eyeliner. I love it. I'm 100% yeah. hun. Yeah, yeah. I love that. Talking of what I wear on stage, let's talk about the fact that Mary Earp's shirts went on yes. sale. Yes. Not even Mary Earps knew that they were on sale, though. Did you see that? She was like, <laughs> oh, didn't realise they were on sale and you guys have bought them all. Like, Yeah. Couldn't get one. Sold out in less than 30 yeah, I mean, minutes. We've said this before on the podcast, but like... Obviously, they sold out. That was the whole point. Everybody was kicking yeah. off that they couldn't get one. So put more on Ridiculous. sale, Nike. I'd never have thought that I'd know more than Nike about marketing. But each week that develops, I'm starting to think I did. <laughs> like, if they're in high demand, you make more. And you'll make a lot of money if you do that, Nike. Have you phoned them and told them this? Yeah, maybe I should. Maybe I should. Yeah, get get on the blower to Nike. I'll ring them after this. <laughs> Obviously, it was a big week for uh, Alex Green. We'll be playing her 100th match for City, but Megan Rapinoe played her final match of her career. Oh. Uh, she did a, a farewell in Seattle where she spent her entire career and it, record crowds turned out. Oh. There, I don't know if you saw, there were like lots of clips online of like, 
family members on the pitch with her, but then also like celebrity fans on the pitch. Yeah. And I mean, honourable mention briefly, I think. I know it's not about the WSL, but, you know, someone that has changed the face of the women's game, both here and abroad. Yeah. Uh, worth worth pointing yeah, out. Yeah, massively. You know, she she ran so, so many of the, the, the players that we're talking about now could walk. Yeah, totally. Um, absolute icon uh, of the game. And uh, it's, it's better for it because of her. Yeah. Um, I also think it's one of those things where, like, her Instagram, like when you went on her story on that uh, on that day, like it was just full of people from all. Have you, as you say, every corner of not just football no. but like the sporting yeah. world, tipping their cap to her. So yeah, end of an era for sure. Also, who else has had a big time? Oh, Leah Williamson. She got an OBE. Yeah, which was uh, nice, Prince William, to make the effort to give it to her. Yeah, good of him. Good Very of him nice. to turn up. Yep. Well done, William. Thanks for thanks for being there. Uh, <laughs> also, uh, I did want to bring up because our dear friends Lewis, uh, you know, you, you went you went to Brighton, but we do say that Lewis are our, are our championship team here on Big yeah. Energy. Our dear friends Lewis lost two 0 to Blackburn uh, and are sadly bottom of the championship as things stand. We're at the beginning. Still a long way to go, Lewis. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Absolutely. And I think if they get Pacey and Goosey in their crowds chanting from uh from the little they've got like beach huts there as the boxes i reckon we if we if we go to one of the beach hut zoos we get chanting i reckon we'll, they'll be all right speaking of uh lovely vibes and lovely attitudes in this wonderful game the beautiful game uh shall we have some of the emails from our lovely listeners here we go this one's from bridget hi pacey and goosey i love the name bridget i i, I and i love the stand-up comedian bridget christie i don't think it's from her but you know Always good to mention her. Love the podcast. It's encouraged me to develop a new hobby and I'm planning to go and watch my first WSL professional football game. I was wondering if you could give me some tips, please, including how early I should arrive before kickoff, what I can bring. I saw at the Emirates Stadium website, you can only bring a small bag. And how long it would take to empty the stadium at the end? What happens after the game? Well, I mean, I can only tell you what I learned at Broadfield Stadium. And you've been to more WSL games than me this season so far. Thank Susie. you very so, much. Uh, what what would what would your advice be? Um, I parked just around the corner because it was very easy to find parking. I was there about three minutes after kickoff, but it didn't matter. And I had a rucksack and I had some cupcakes inside it to feed the daughter to keep the sugar high going the whole way. Does that help? Yeah, yeah, very good. Yeah, I, I, I'm assuming you are a Arsenal fan, Bridget. Mm. If you're looking at the Emirates website, I've been to I've been to some games that. Yeah, it says that you can only take a small bag. I think weirdly, I'm pretty sure Mike told me this um, that it's A4 and nobody ever measures their bag by paper size. But if you can imagine something around that's like basically, don't be turning up with one of those like bags that you get kicked off the Apprentice with. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> like take a yeah. Take take a rucksack, but don't make it a rucksack that's one that suggests you're off on a gap year. That sort of vibe. Yes, good. Just a small bag. Because also you don't need much. You can eat there. You can have a drink there. Uh, the only thing I would disagree with is that when you should arrive. I always go, and Susie knows this, I love to be early. I say early is on time, on time is late, and late is unacceptable. I would go, Bridget, for about half an hour before kickoff because then you can soak in the atmosphere. You'll see them warming up as well, which is which is always quite cool. And you can, yeah, just sort of like vibe it, really. Find your seat so you're not stressed about... Some great advice from Maisie Adam. Vibe it, vibe just it. Vibe yeah, it. Great. Wow, you didn't have to put the nasal voice on, Susie. Sorry, I couldn't help myself. <laughs> but it, it, it just helps that you're not like stressed when you get there. 
but yeah get there half an hour early you can bring a small bag i don't think like don't don't be bringing your booze though you, you will have to buy your drinks there and i don't and i don't think you can take them into the stadium which was different at the world cup that was great you could you could drink in the stadiums there but you can't do that here because the boys ruined it <laughs> and at the end there's usually some stuff if you go like to a, a nearby pub or you go to sometimes they just like if it's been a big big win like if it's a home win at the emirates there's usually little like party like, i don't want to say parties that sounds like something like a street party from the war but there'll be it's some, like some celebrations there'll be some celebrations have we had any other messages Maisie, that you'd like to share Oh, absolutely. Um, I saw a message uh, that said you were repping an 80s school teacher vibe. What? Footy top and shell suit look. Would you like to elaborate, Susie? I look like an absolute legend and I love the 80s. I have nothing more to say about it. <laughs> um, I absolutely love it. If, if you spot Susie Ruffle in the wild and you, um, uh, you'd like to, to write in with a review of her, her, of her outfit, I will be only too happy to read it out and if you see Maisie you you'll you'll know that she can only get her trousers from long tour sally now wow uh, that is so rude that is it's so rude. not and, you've and got also, great legs it was a joke horrifically true i'll tell you what was lovely Sue's genuinely this this week i did a charity gig back up in my hometown and uh, there was there were some fantastic volunteers there at the night from the bone cancer research trust um and they're, they're brilliant like we've worked with them loads over the years but the other night when we were at the theater they were shaking their buckets i walked over and they were like oh we we're just discussing um our fancy wsl teams we've joined your league i was like no way no then way the numbers uh I, I dropped Susie a message i said how many teams are we on now Susie, how many i think last check it was about 970 something I reckon we're over a thousand. I do. I we reckon we've be. got over a thousand teams in our league. If you haven't joined this league yet, which I don't know if we mentioned it, we crashed the site when it when it, when when it opened. Do do join. You can still join. It's the the web address is www.fancywsl.net. You use the code Big Kick Energy, all one word, all capital letters, to join our league. There are currently over 900 teams in our league at the time of recording, but I reckon we're venturing way into the thousands. I think so. Uh, which is so, so exciting. It's And it's brilliant. It, we love, love, love it when you guys get involved in this podcast in any way. And this is just an extra way for you to do that. How are you getting on with your, te- with your league? I'm, I'm mid. I'm 500 and something. Where are you? Oh, oh, okay. Let me have a look where I am. Yeah, I I didn't do as well this week. I got 23 points. Robinson's still serving me well, of course. I could do with Beth England recovering from her injury, I'll be honest. Because Tottenham had an absolute belter at the weekend, but of course she wasn't playing. playing. But we move. And next weekend's WSL fixtures, we've got Chelsea versus West Ham on Saturday at 5.30. And then on Sunday, Man U versus Leicester, Man City versus Bristol, Arsenal versus Aston Villa, Brighton, the Seagulls are at home again, this time to Tottenham Hotspur. I think the Seagulls are going on a little trip after their oh. uh, game. I know I can't go because uh, I'm filming because things are going quite well. Because um, <laughs> I'm a broadcaster and I was nominated for four awards. Yeah, Maisie, keep moving, keep moving, keep moving. You say we move and then you okay, stop. And then there's the there's Liverpool versus Everton at 4.30, which is also known as... A derby! Yay! Yay! She's laughing and she's learning. And you can watch that one on Sky Sports. Uh, same goes for Chelsea versus West Ham on Saturday as well. That is also on Sky Sports. Now, Maze, 
I want people to feel like this podcast belongs to them a little bit as well. I want people to feel like, you know, it's not just Pacey and Goosey. Yes, we are here. Yes, we are the ones that are doing all the chit-chatting. But we want people to get involved as well. So if you've been to a match, you're going to a match this weekend, if you can find, we're talking like 30 seconds, definitely less than a minute after the match to record yourself a little voice note and let us know. We want to know about the atmosphere. We want to know about who won. We know about who your team is. And just give us a little bit of where you are, what you're doing. Send it in because we want to make we want to get as many voices as possible on this podcast. And, you know, we're very aware that we're going to be covering, you know, teams in London. We're going to try and get up north a bit. We're obviously doing down here in Brighton, but we want this to feel like it's for everyone, not just the WSL, if your team are in the championship or if you play in a, in a small league, get in touch. Let us know. We want you to feel like you own, yeah. you are part of this big Basically, kick energy gang as any, well. Any, fo- any footballing moment, drop us a line about yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. It all, it all helps as, as well, with, especially like people like Bridget who might be going to their first game. I think that sort of thing comes from feeling encouraged to go. Yeah, like hearing what other people's experiences were. So, Bridget, if you'd like to get in touch after your first game to let us know how it was, um, don't be afraid to get in touch. If you're a team who had a great game at the weekend, let us know. If you want to shout out a player who had an absolute corker, if you and your mates have come up with a chant. Uh, yes. If you're doing jazz hands from the stand or cellos yes, on please. the tube. <laughs> Any of these hits that Susie has uh, has has composed, maybe you're uh, trademarked making as well. Get in touch. Email them all and it's bigkickenergypod at gmail.com. But we will also make sure the email is always in the show notes. So if you miss us saying it, just have a quick look on whatever platform you're listening on and it will say there what our email address is. Also, we're on Instagram. We're trying to build our followers there. Uh, so on the ground, we're Big Kick Energy. And I know that we say this, you probably hear this on every single podcast, but the more that you shout about the podcast, the more you rate and review it, the more that you share it. If you're listening to it, please give us a little share on Instagram because that's the way that we're going to be able to continue making, not just making the episodes, but it's going to be what kind of funds us to be able to go around the country and to see more games and to bring you more content. So if you're enjoying it, please share it with your mates and share it on the socials. Sharing is caring. We'll be back with you next week. So as we've said, get in touch, listen, share and send in your voice notes of you at the game. Yeah. We want to hear from and you. And if you see a referee, run for the hills because she's statistically going to try and send you off. See you girls.